Welcome to the Tilted Coaching Podcast and I'm your host, Sheila Walsh. My background is in coaching psychology and organisational consultancy. If it has something to do with people, I'm usually involved and interested, whether it is about personal development, professional development, leadership, relationships, managing or anything else that involves the care of people in some way. A friend of mine encouraged me to do this podcast because he believed that I should bring my insights and my understandings into a really simple bite-sized collection and this is what you have today. I hope you enjoy the Tilted Coaching podcast. Please do rate us if you find it interesting and you can always pop over to our Patreon account to sponsor it. So today we have Brandy Morris on the Tilted Coaching Podcast. Welcome, Brandy. Hello. Brandy, will you introduce yourself for everybody listening? Certainly. So I guess if I was going to go by titles, I'm the Possibility Scout and Brilliance Instigator. Um, but mostly right now, I'm just a human living in Canada, trying to, you know, kind of navigate the world. I love that. I love that. Human living in Canada, navigating the world. What part of Canada are you in? I'm in Ontario in a okay. place called Hamilton. Okay, okay. So can you tell us a little bit about where that title came from that you started with? Because I've heard a lot about it and having followed your journey for years now, um, I think it'd be really interesting for people to have a sense of that title, what that means. Certainly. So like the Possibility Scout is really about my ability to brainstorm and see possibilities. So we can talk for a long time uh, about what's going on. You tell me what you're kind of trying to work through and I'll come up with a gazillion different ideas that we can kind of play around with and either you'll take one of those or it will instigate one of yours. And then the brilliance instigator is very much tied into that, but it's in my belief of brilliance, which is what my most passionate topic is, which is really about, you know, it's people's kind of fingerprint on the world on more of a how we serve others level. Mm, mm, I love that. I know that when we've had brilliance conversations, um, it has, so first of all, I know that those conversations have always shocked me, the simplicity of what I was ignoring that you were able to identify and see. So like, you know, this idea of brilliance, sometimes I know that I was looking for it to be big and shiny, but it was very simple in my life. But it was until someone else said, Sheila, that's shiny. I, you know what I mean? I I didn't really grasp that. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's really powerful. And when you say about kind of instigating ideas, possibility scout, I know that you are like one of the most creative ideas person I've ever met. Um, and you are like, bounce them. <laughs> like, you, it's like you can, you can just see where things can really tumble to. Um, who are you kind of like working with at the moment? Who are, who's your kind of focus client? Because I know that, that you actually have the capacity to work with lots of different people. So I'm just wondering at the moment, who is it that you, you're serving um, most? Well, it's interesting because I was about to you know, launch my business out into the world again, right as, you know, this whole coronavirus stuff started rolling out. Um, So from a business perspective, my answer would be that I serve people who serve others. So if it's a coach, consultant, um, any sort of facilitator, trainer who works with other people, that's who I love to serve. What's happened right now is that I've been feeling called to share my work for free and I'm wanting to help people who want to help in this 
in this experience right now because of my belief in brilliance and because of my belief that we all have different offerings to give if people want to figure out a way to kind of how how can i feel a little bit in control because for some helping is a is a mechanism when used well and healthily can be very helpful um so i'm just helping them find different ways and creative ways to do that okay i love that i love that and i have to say having done work with you having had your wisdom come into my own work and my own process especially very early on when i was um writing i think my first book yeah you you were you were key in me not losing my own sanity um so i can totally see how working with those who serve others it, would be so beneficial um you're speaking kind of a little bit about the current times we're in so we kind of can't ignore that um <laughs> what what is your sense at the moment of how people are managing and and where people are going in, in the midst of everything so it's interesting because you know one of the things i see a lot coming out of this is kindness and creativity so people are being kinder to each other maybe having a little bit more compassion being creative in how they're solving things. So we're seeing a lot of really cool stories about how to talk about uh, what's going on to come out to help more people see that they need to take action. We're seeing people who are sharing their insights about how to homeschool or keep your children occupied. We're just seeing some of the most hilarious jokes we've seen in a long time because we're just trying to make each other laugh. And so that's a lot of what I'm seeing Unfortunately, there's always a, you know, a light in the shadow side. I'm also seeing a, a lot of judgment, a shame about how we're interacting with people, what we're doing, um, you know, finding that balance of working with your privilege and deciding, you know, I, I can understand that there are many people in this world who have it much worse than me right now. Mm. And my, my heart and empathy and compassion goes to them. And I'm also allowed to experience what I'm experiencing in this moment. Mm. Can you talk a little bit more about the privilege? Because I think for some hearing that um, will bring up other connotations that I know mm -hmm. you and I have talked about in lots of different ways. So I think, would you mind sharing a little bit about this idea of being with our experience while also understanding that there's another experience there? Definitely. So for me, it's about the fact that, you know, I have a home. So the, the concept of stay home mm. in itself connotates privilege right i have somewhere to be i have um, a savings account that will help me weather the storm there are i don't have to worry about when it, you know when things started going on and they're like do we have enough toilet paper i had my groceries filled i didn't have to worry about what day of the week i would have the money to do that and mm. would anything be left in the grocery store at that time mm. Mm. and so there's so many different ways that privilege comes into play access to information, um, the ability to understand that information. Yeah. And so understanding that people are in different places is really important. Yeah, I think that's a really key piece, the access to information. So obviously, like you said, the very basic privileges of having a home or not having a home. Mm -hmm. um, I'm living in an area and I, uh, um, a lot more homeless people with addiction issues have migrated out of the city center because mm -hmm. they can't be, they'll be seen in, you know, in gathering. Um, but it's resulting in it being far more visible, um, the, the struggles that they experience on a daily basis. And they're being a threat now that they're gathering in, in areas that are not visible to the police, but, but are very visible to us in our homes. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, 
so, so there's there's a there's for me there's a grapple in that privilege because I'm inside going I don't know how safe I feel with those people outside there but I'm inside warm and cozy um and it's something I'm still like tension with but there's a piece around the information um that I that I and maybe not so much gathering the information because we can access it but I think understanding the information there there's a lot to be said about that because there's a presumption so there's a couple of things there's a presumption you can read Mm-hmm. there's a presumption you can disearn if you're listening to the news that that you you have the ability to critically think and to which a lot of the time is taught at third level education critical thinking if you think about mm-hmm. that you know and um, obviously you can develop it in other ways but that information transference is actually where i'm seeing massive gaps for people um and i'm seeing that how we're understanding information is very different you know definitely what what's your sense of that well, I think it depends you know, on, on a lot of things. I think it depends on who you trust. Um, there's a lot of people who are taught not to trust the media or other forms of authority, government. And so it's very hard to take anything they say as truth. Mm-hmm. And then we've got people who are trying to build clicks and things. So if someone gets something from a friend and, you know, the person has an accent from a country that they think sounds like they've been through coronavirus, they decide that that person's an expert. And so it's also easier to obtain. It's easier to understand. Mm. Um, it's in a, a format that is easy to consume. Mm. And so then it, it's also just a matter of ease. So this easy message is coming to me. And then this really like these deep think pieces are coming at me as well. Mm. And, I, I, and I know we had spoken about it before. This is that, that difference in the deep think pieces that there is, it is, it is very difficult to accept what is happening anyway. Right. Like, so, so mm-hmm. besides your background, besides your, your, like your access to privilege or not, um, it's already hard if, for different reasons, but it's already hard because it's a, a global issue. It's an issue people don't have necessarily a hundred percent clarity answers to. Right. We just have good guesses, attempts at measuring. Um, and, and then there's, there's conflicting information to, like political information to say, don't believe, do believe, do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that when I get the text that says, the nurse down the road, who, by the way, it doesn't exist. The nurse down the road said, do this. I'm like, well, of course, like, that's easier. Like, of course, that's easier than going, wash your hands this many times a day. Don't leave your house. Like that, mm-hmm. it's just such a hard piece of information to absorb, not to mention action. So much so. Yeah. Have you, have you found a way of, of being able to integrate the, the we'll say, the, the more kind of shoot from the hip easier to absorb information versus the the deeper thing have have you found that there is things that are helping you with that so for me it's interesting this kind of goes back to the brilliance piece right like i think that there's so many different ways people can help and i remember the moment that coronavirus became something that we were experiencing versus something others other than me were experiencing was in the flattened the curve Mm. Uh, story and my understanding of that is the first was written by a storyteller who someone identifies as a storyteller um, and I'm not sure in which way that they do that but they were able to create a story that I could understand Mm. okay so it doesn't matter 
who's getting it, what's getting it, you know, any of these things. What matters is that a large number of people are going to get it at the same time. And that increases our likelihood to struggle mm. to help everyone. Mm. Mm. And in that moment, and some for some it's seeing the match, the match analogy, where the match, you know, once once taken away, yeah. the flame can't move forward. For some, it's the glitter analogy. And whatever it is, what's the glitter analogy? Ways, it's the concept of it's like glitter. You know how glitter is one of the most contagious things in the world, right? If you even yeah. look at glitter, you have it on you. And so they were talking about how you're walking around and you've got a little glitter on your hands and then you high five someone and then they have glitter on their hand. And then how many different ways these, you know, you touch your phone, then you go wash your hands, but you didn't wash your phones. So then you touch your phone again. There's still glitter on it. Oh, I love that. Okay. Yeah. And so all these different ways of, ex of explaining the same piece of information mm. matters a lot. So having all of these different, and they're, you notice how accessible they are. They're things that we already understand. Mm, I love that. I love that because I, you've just like, you clearly worked on me because you've just nailed, I, I found a little image on LinkedIn that was basically a dot bouncing off other dots, infecting the dots. And then a dot that just kept two meters apart. And so no dot got infected. Like that's, mm -hmm. that's what was on it. And I went around to everyone in my family, including my four-year-old nephew. I was like, this is why we're washing our hands. See, we don't want to spread the red. And he was like, that's great. So like I'm like oh my god duped I got totally done there that's fantastic though but I hadn't thought about what happens when you drop that many variations of explaining the same thing at the same time it means that a mass group of people can absorb a part that's correct for them in that in exactly. that piece very similar to when you speak actually in public isn't it it's very like <laughs> you're giving the point in different perspectives so that everyone in the room can find their hook into that that piece okay Definitely. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. So tell me a little bit about the help piece. So tell me a little bit about what the kind of things you've been thinking about or noticing that we can help that maybe people aren't considering just to get people thinking outside of the box a little bit. Definitely. Well, I think it, you know, it goes back to when you spoke about brilliance being something that felt really big, right? Helping doesn't mean that you are making vaccines in your kitchen. Helping doesn't mean that you, you know, you're, you're coming up with these analogies necessarily, unless that's your thing. There's, you know, it's as simple as when you're outside to grab your mail and you see a neighbor across the street that you don't normally say hi to, that you wave and smile. They might not have seen a human in a long time. Mm. That's helpful, right? It mm. might be that there's people that you know that don't have access to a car and you want to help them get groceries it could be as simple as writing a friend that you know as a single mother and you just want to check in and make sure that they're okay and that's they know someone's thinking of them and supporting them in the ways that we're unfortunately able to at this time mm, mm, i love that it, so it's really just focusing on what's within your remit that you can do without like without necessarily having to be different or you know, have some other type of brilliance. You can just harness what's within your remit and within your skill set. Definitely. And I you know, the that. skill set piece, it could be as simple as helping someone how to figure out the Zoom thing. Like, you know, we, are, we as entrepreneurs who work online a lot do this all the time. Mm. We're seeing people adopt, you know, Facebook Lives or whatever technology that they're not used to using. We can, we can help them that way too.
Mm. That's actually when this first started kicking off, that was the thing I decided to do. I was like, there was a lot of coaches who are old school and have been in the game a long time, but I knew that their clients weren't going to get access to them because they didn't, <laughs> they didn't have that comfort of technology. So I actually ended up doing a little bit of just support around that. And it was lovely because it wasn't like I'm an expert at the technology, but I know enough to do it. And they got the benefit of serving their clients. And it was like, this is, this is the right thing to be doing right now. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. And when you help people help, then you're helping you. It's kind of the, the, the good side of contagion, right? You're helping yeah, yeah. spread goodness and help in the world. Yeah. And I love that there's, there's, it's one of my core values is to, to work with people who can help others. So one of the big things that I've always been about is who is it out there who by supporting them, they support more. So you, you're always part of like that contagion, that, that positive <laughs> contagion. And um, so I really, really like that. So Brandy, at the moment, you said that you're kind of, you're working with people to support them and helping in whatever way they can. Um, mm-hmm. How would they get in touch with you for that? Right now, the easiest way to reach me is on Instagram and it's at B is for brilliance. B is for brilliance. I love that. And um, I'm going to put down your links anyway, but just so that people are like, oh, they can do that immediately. B is for brilliance. And what kind of things are you posting on your Instagram at the moment, just in general, for people to have a sense of it? Right now, I have been a little bit quiet, if I'm being honest. I'm going through my own little kind of understanding of what's going on. Mm. Um, but in general, I like to post and, and start to think about posting more about how we can help and how we can see ourselves as people with brilliance that will help others. Because it's not about being exceptional about at something. It's about knowing a little bit more or experiencing a little bit more about something than someone who hasn't and sharing that with them. I love that. It's that idea of just one step ahead. You don't need to be the expert. Exactly. Brilliant. Brilliant. So Brandy, before we finish, I'm going to ask you for your three top tips for people to find their brilliance. So I'm going to come back to your core thing. So what is the three things that people could be thinking about during this time about accessing or identifying or utilizing their brilliance? Well, the first one is always believe the comment, the compliments that people give you. So when people keep telling you the same thing over and over again, and especially when you think, oh, that's not a big deal. Remember that it's not a big deal to you because you're very used to it. Oh, wow. So that's the first one. Yeah. And right now in this time of why don't people get it? You know, why aren't people seeing it my way? If you see a lot of people struggling with something that makes so much sense to you, maybe find a new way to offer that to them. Maybe okay. that's the key, that you have the key that they don't have. Mm. So find a way, okay. Find a way, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And just see, like, and think about the questions that you're seeing that you can answer and answer those questions, really. And then the third one would be to trust. Trust yourself, trust that you have something to offer, even if it doesn't feel like you do, you are making mm. an impact every day in someone's life. It's so true, isn't it? I love that. So trust. Okay. Well, thank you, Brandy. I really appreciate you coming on. And I'm going to hopefully drag you on in the future for a couple of other things because we've had some amazing conversations over the last number of years. And and I'd love to capture them for the audience because you've taught me a lot. So I'd like to be able to transfer that as well. So would you be happy to come back on? I love how I hook you at the very end. Will you come back? (laughs) Sure, you know, I always will talk to you. So yes. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Well, for now, I'll say goodbye then. Thanks a million, Brandy. 
Thank you. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to The Tilted Podcast and I'm your host, Sheila Walsh. If you'd like to sponsor The Tilted Coaching Podcast, simply pop over to patreon.com slash tiltedcoaching and sponsor the podcast for as little as a cup of coffee a month. If I didn't say it correctly, pop over to the link in the bio, visit the Patreon page and become a sponsor. Thanks a million.